Welcome to Recalibrate. This is a podcast of Caribou Road Christian Fellowship. Our hope is to create a moment where you get to take a look at your life through the lens of Christ's teaching and recalibrate. Well, welcome back to Recalibrate. And today I am very, very blessed to have a, a guest or maybe a, a friend, uh, Pastor Rich Clayton with us. And uh, Reg, uh, this is his first time on podcast, mm-hmm. so this is a new new thing for him. Reg, uh, I was just sharing before we got started how I one of the things I love about you is your history, your family history. And tell us how how many brothers and sisters, how many how many siblings do you have in your family? Well, I mean, compared to the families that I grew up with, we were. I guess a pretty normal family, but uh, we had 21 kids. 21 kids. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. And I did rule the roost, actually. No. no. 14 boys, seven girls. Wow. And that, that was made up of uh, two sets of triplets and three sets of twins. Wow. So what was the age spread yeah. from the top to the bottom? Uh, quite varied. It was a wide age spread, yeah. Okay. Uh, there, there'd, there'd be a gang I'm using that word pretty literally. There'd be a, a a gang of about five or six, and then there'd be a year and a half, two oh, yeah. year gap, and then there'd be another gang of five right, or six. Because of the twins and the triplets, yes, added in yes, yeah. yeah. And yeah. this is all from the same mom and dad. All from the same mom and dad, and uh, and uh, just a shameless plug. My actually mom was uh, was an internationally known basket weaver, and you can Google that Edith Clayton and yeah. uh, basket weaver, and she's been. Uh, Numerous citations and yeah, awards and yeah, medals. Yeah, should be mentioned in books yeah. and everything, right? Yeah. In, yeah. And this is all from uh, from the East Coast, from uh, what, what's the area you're from? East Preston, Nova Scotia. Okay. Shout out to Nova Scotia. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been there. You should. Yeah, I need to. I've you never should. been. I've never been past Saskatchewan mm-hmm. in Canada, so it's bad. That's so not bad. Canada, sir. <laughs> that's not Canada. Exactly. That's what people in the East Coast would say. You haven't even you haven't even been to Canada yeah, yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we're continuing yeah. um, with our series. We've been doing means of grace, and this week we looked at the laying on of hands for the outpouring of the Spirit for the for the fresh touch, mm. fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit. And I just kind of want to delve into that a little bit more. Um, this is a this is a little bit of a controversial topic in Christendom as a whole because mm-hmm. some branches of Christendom don't encourage this or practice this or even necessarily believe in it. That's right. Um, and then you have other groups who are very into it, perhaps even to their own detriment because it becomes maybe the whole focus of, of what they're doing. But I want to jump into this idea of the baptism of the Spirit. Mm. Um, because that's a, a phrase that probably more than any other over the over the history of the church in the last 30, 40, 50 years has caused a lot of controversy. People are saying, have you been baptized in the spirit? Do you you know that that word, that phrase, that challenge in the church have you've you've gone through the seasons where the church has kind of had fights over this whole idea. Oh, of course. I mean, over the years, I mean, I, I, I've known of churches and been loosely affiliated with churches that have actually split oh, wow. uh, because of that one particular doctrine, shall we say? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, and uh, yeah. It, again, it just comes down to a biblical understanding of what is it that you believe the Word of God says. And okay. How do you become a Christian, and what does all that entail? What is it particularly about the baptism of the Spirit that caused the controversy? Hmm. That's a very good question, Pastor. Um, 
from my point of view, over the years, I would say there's a fear involved in it. Okay. And, and there's a fear involved in it that uh, you don't really know. When you talk about being baptized with the Holy Spirit, what does that look like? I see other people doing uh, this way, and it can go off on the deep end. People are rolling on the floor, and they're barking like dogs, yeah. Yeah. and they're doing all that sort of extreme type of stuff. And then there are other moves of the Holy Spirit where people are just in this uh, uh, this type of a passive euphoria, so to okay. speak. Okay. Yeah, you know, and uh, is it really God moving? I guess yeah, that's, that's the key. It. I mean, yeah. I, I remember yeah. my our church mm-hmm. I grew up in was a charismatic mm-hmm. church, so that mm-hmm. meant charismatic churches are churches that were generally liturgical originally, like an Anglican, Presbyterian, Reformed, so on and so forth, and then they had what they call a move of the Holy Spirit yes. yeah. through them, yeah. um, as opposed to Pentecostal. Pentecostal churches were. From the very beginning, their mm. theology was about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. It, yeah. But yeah. charismatics tend to be churches that were yeah. from a different tradition, yeah. and then there was a move of the Holy Spirit. But one of the things that was the big definer of a lot of them was this issue of speaking in tongues. Silence on the microphone. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. particularly in the earlier days, there was a strong belief that if you were genuinely baptized in the Holy Spirit, you should be speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. Did you encounter that? I, I encountered that totally, yeah, and especially in my church. My background is a Baptist. My dad was a preacher. Okay. And so my background is Baptist, and growing up in the Baptist, uh, this thing called speaking in tongues was this, what, 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 what is this? Where did this come yeah. from? Yeah. And and I, I very vividly remember speaking to dad and uh, and asking him, dad, what is this? And his, his comment to me, as dad normally did, never really answered questions, but enabled me to seek for myself was, uh, is it in the Bible? And I'm like, well, yeah, it's in the Bible. Okay, well, what does it say? Uh, I don't really know, Dad. Why don't you go read it and then tell me what it says? <laughs> and so, but that, I, and, and I say that jokingly, but that led me on a search myself, um, even then being active in the church, active in leadership in the church, and uh, being with pastors and being with friends who were adamant, speaking in tongues and trying to get me, quote unquote, oh, to get it. Did they? Okay. To get yeah. it. And did they want you speaking in tongues, or did they want you baptized, or they just saw they were simultaneous? They, 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 to them, it was one big melting pot. Okay. Okay, you're speaking in tongues, you're doing all these antics and everything, right? Yeah. It's all part of the process of actually being being saved. They linked Ooh. it to your salvation. Did they really? And this was the, this was the uh, you know, this was the dividing line for me, of right? Of course, yeah. You know? So I, they believe that... Yeah. You to you to show that you are saved, you had to be speaking. In you tongues. had to be speaking in tongues, oh. and then there are others. Okay, you're saved, but you're not filled with the Holy Spirit okay. because when the Holy Spirit comes, you're going to get that's going to be evidence yeah. by speaking in tongues. Oh, there's so many things here yes. we're going to unpack. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so just for the record, neither Pastor Ridge nor yeah. myself believe that, yeah. but that is that, that came yeah. about in those yeah. days. Yeah out of a, a euphoria mm-hmm. about what was going on. I just want to take a second here to talk about what is speaking in tongues, because there may be listeners mm-hmm. who have not even heard this expression before. We know in the book of Acts, mm-hmm. when the initial outpouring of the Holy Spirit happened on the day of Pentecost, yes. it's very clearly very said clear. that they began to speak in tongues. 
Languages. Languages. See, now that's really important. Okay, talk, t- tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, very discernible languages. Yeah. It um, When you read on in that, it goes and it says that there were people there from different, i.e. nationality, different tribal regions, yeah. different cultural backgrounds, yeah. and that they understood and they heard in their own language. language. And and it was a language that was spoken. I had an incident in a church that I was in, and um, and, and a pastor was speaking in tongues and he actually started during his service something happened and the holy spirit came upon him yeah. and he started speaking in tongues now he didn't go on long he went out for about five six sentences and that was it and then he stopped and he caught what he was doing and he said i'm speaking in tongues and the spirit just brought it to me i really have no idea what i said he said, so if there's someone here with an interpretation, would you please let us know? A lady in the back of the church stood up and she said, yes, here's what you said. And you were speaking in an ancient Persian dialect. She knew. She knew. Oh. It was an, and she said, it's an old Persian dialect. Yeah, I can bring it here today if I <laughs> to confirm that if, we haven't you, got time. if you need it. We don't have time for that, right? That's phenomenal. But, I mean, uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I long for that. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I yeah. think that the ambiguity around speaking in tongues is that so much now is, mm. is spoken and somebody interprets, but the person interpreting actually doesn't know the original language. They're mm-hmm. just sensing what the spirit of the pro- spirit of Christ mm-hmm. is saying mm-hmm. through it. Mm-hmm. But boy, it would be pretty powerful to to see that more of this where it's an act, especially in a think of a city like Vancouver. I mean, you could stand up and give a mm-hmm. tongue, and there's a, there's a good chance somebody in the audience might yeah, actually yeah. be speaking that physical yeah, language. Yeah, yeah. And and but even then, going a little bit further than languages, um, I mean, when you read through scripture and you start reading about tongues, I I, I went on a quest to find tongues. Okay. I went on a quest to find out what it's all about. I don't yeah. want anybody to give it to me. Yeah. I don't need anybody to pray for me to receive it. I went on a quest to find it. If it's a gift from God, God, you're giving the Holy Spirit, and it's a gift from God. And what I prayed was, God. I want, I'm open to whatever you have for me to be equipped to do whatever it is you've called me to yeah. do. And I got the gift of tongues. And, and, and I'm, I'm secure in that as well as I was secure without the gift of tongues. It didn't bother me okay. because I knew who I am in the Lord. Okay. And, and, and I think this is where the danger lies. If you're ah. looking for something, if, if you're looking for something that's going to confirm other than the fact that this is what God says, when you invite me, I will come. Uh, when you give your heart to me, I will accept it. And I pour my Holy Spirit into you. If we can accept that and walk, then human nature really doesn't have a play in it. Okay. But we want control. And so that's... Yeah. Uh, Did yeah. you start to speak in tongues then? Was the experience of... was your, You know, I, I like to think yeah. of baptism as this yeah. initial encounter with the Holy Ghost where you... you um, encounter the fullness of the Holy Spirit coming upon you and touching you. Is that when you started to speak in tongues, or were they separate times? No, they were separate times for me. Okay. And, and as a matter of fact, it was it was it, it, it was quite a time frame. I, it was like four or five years. Oh wow! Okay. 
before uh, before I was speaking in tongues. I mean, I, when I was saved and, and then walked away from the Lord, wasn't active yeah. in pursuing Him. And then even when I, when I allowed the Holy Spirit to have authority in my life, I when I got saved, I had a phenomenal encounter with God when I got saved. The Spirit spoke to me and showed me a vision, and I saw a vision. Yeah. And 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 I won't go into my testimony now. Uh, that, but but I knew that that God was speaking to me, and the word He gave me was, "What would it profit a man if he lost if he gained the whole world and lost his soul?" Yeah. That was my salvation yeah. verse, yeah. 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 and He showed me very clearly through through yeah. things. But even when I'm when I'm active in the Lord and 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 I'm working in churches and I'm active in ministry, I'm a I'm a deacon in the church at the yeah. time. I'm sitting on the board of directors yeah. and I'm ministering to people and doing that. And um, just one day, to me, it was it wasn't out of the blue, but for the ordinary, uh, I guess, believer, it would be something that just happened out of the blue. But I really believe that God had been building up to that. And when I received the gift of tongues, it was for a specific work at the time. Oh, wow. Okay. It was for a very specific work. Yeah. There, 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 there was, a, there was a job that had to be done in a service one Sunday night. And the spirit just came on me and, yeah, and I started speaking in tongues. And when oh, I did, and there were actually demons that did it, but I won't go. That's, okay. that's another wow. podcast. Really that's crazy. another podcast. Yeah. We'll get into that one, right? <laughs> but it's there. But it didn't, uh, and, and I remember one of the, God bless her, one of the mothers of the churches came to me. This is in Vancouver. Came to me and she said, Pastor, oh, well, I wasn't a pastor at the time. Right? She came brother, do you know what you just did? Do you know what you just did? And I'm like, I don't know. What did I do? And she, well, yeah, you spoke in tongues. You spoke in tongues. You spoke in tongues. I'm like, yes. Okay. What of it? Yeah. Yeah, but you don't believe in speaking in tongues. Like, who, who told you I didn't believe in speaking in tongues? Because you hadn't spoken because in tongues. Because I said it's yeah. a, I said yeah. it's a yeah. gift that if yeah. God wants yeah. me to have it, he's going to yeah. give it to me, you yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, my personal experience with, with the gift of tongues is that um, I kind of got prayed for when I was younger, mm-hmm. and I started speaking in a language, but honestly... I could describe it this way. It didn't have any sense of fullness or life to Mm. it. But I have found subsequently that when in certain situations I feel the anointing come upon me and this unction come from within and it's so clear, Mm -hmm. the tongue, Mm -hmm. and I I, I can't give evidence to it, but it's so clear with so many profound, clear syllables yes. and pronunciations that I know in my, I know as I listen, and I'm not making this mm-hmm. moving really mm-hmm. quick, mm-hmm. but I know as I listen, this is a real language. This, yeah. this is not a, this is not a made up thing. This is a real language. This, this is, this is a, this is what I really want to emphasize is, is that, is that when you say, when you say syllables that are there, they're so discernible. Yeah. I actually have a vocabulary that okay. I can go to when yeah. I'm speaking in tongues. In do, certain you, do you situations, speak in tongues at will or I do you wait tongue, for the unction? I, 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 to, to me, I think they're both intertwined. Okay, okay. I really believe they're both intertwined. I don't set out to speak in tongues, but as I'm praying, as I'm seeking the Lord, as I'm going through my devotions, yeah. and there's different things at times, right? Yeah. It, it can be uh, something prophetic for someone it can be something from myself yeah. the bible says a lot of times when we speak in the tongues it's just between him uh, us and god yeah and 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 uh, yeah so I, I i think i go into it at will so to speak yeah but that will is based upon the fact that i'm grounded in the spirit okay. we're just going to stop the podcast here 
Pastor Reg is with us, and he had so many good things to say that we did an extended record, and we will continue the record in another day's time. So this is just finishing off the first part of this session with Pastor Reg. Please join us uh, in the next couple of days, and you'll hear the second session. We want to thank you for joining us on Recalibrate today. For more information, please check out our website at crcfchurch.com. Let's show you.